0: My friends, in 1994, Tom Hanks gave a Oscar-winning performance in the title role in Forrest Gump. I'm sure many of you are familiar with this movie. At one point in the story, when Forrest is feeling rejected by the people he loves, he gets an urge to start running. So he walks out the door, jogs across the yard, and literally doesn't stop. In fact, when he gets to the ocean and runs out of road, he simply turns around and runs the other way. Throughout his run, he is videotaped on national news. When asked why he is running perhaps world peace or women's rights, he answers, I'm just running. Unintentionally sparks a huge national following. The humorous and meaningful event that ends his journey takes place in the middle of a desert. Forrest stops, long-haired and long-beard, and simply turns around. Well, the handful of sweaty joggers who had followed him shush each other quiet. He's going to say something. I'm kind of tired. I think I'll go home now. Force walks through the small and silent crowd, one of them yells after him, Well, what are we supposed to do? You know, my friends, it seems like that is the reaction the disciples in today's gospel could have had. They had followed the Lord, they had followed him, he was tortured and died, He rose from the dead, he walked with them after his resurrection. And now he leaves again. My friends, there seems to be a contradiction in today's gospel. Jesus ascends into heaven. He physically leaves his disciples. Yet they did not ask, well, what are we supposed to do? They got busy. They went forth and preached everywhere, it says, while the Lord worked with them and confirmed the word through accompanying signs. Where does this confidence, where does this determination come from? Well, no doubt the outpouring grace. The same grace is being poured forth upon us as well. But they also understood that Jesus did not leave them alone. Pope Benedict XVI says it would be a mistake to interpret the ascension as the temporal absence of Christ from the world. That God had lowered himself and assumed our human nature. That Jesus had suffered, died, and ultimately rose from the dead to conquer sin and death for us. And now, well, see you later. See you. Good luck with that whole salvific plan thing. have to go my friends that is not what's going on in today's gospel saint catherine of siena gets it right she says god is closer to us than water is to a fish meditate on that for a moment god is closer to us than water is to a fish Understanding this reality is a key to understanding the seeming contradiction of the ascension. God, infinite goodness, all-powerful, completely transcended from us, no doubt. He isn't simply, though, out there somewhere. He is here. He's living in our hearts, our minds, our souls when we are in a state of grace. He's right here in the word. He is in our beautiful community of faith. In a few moments, my friends, he's going to be right there. God himself on this altar, he is here. St. Augustine also gets it right. He says he didn't, Jesus didn't leave heaven when he came down to us, nor did he withdraw from us when he went up again. He leads us. Jesus leads us, and Jesus says, it is better, in fact, that I go so that we, my friends, can receive an even greater grace so that he and the Father could send their spirit upon the church, the church to this day that continues to guide and lead us so that he, as Pope St. Leo the Great so beautifully states, so that Jesus Christ could ascend into the sacraments so that the Father and Son and Holy Spirit Could have a great intimacy with us. In fact, Jesus ascended in the sacraments. He ascended into uh, uh, the sacraments because he desired greater intimacy than was possible when he walked this earth. The Father, Son, and Holy Spirit desires to dwell within us. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit first dwell within us in baptism. We had one literally right before this Holy Mass. God desires that kind of intimacy. He desires to encounter us in the sacrament of mercy when we sin after baptism, where he literally takes the sacred heart of Jesus and he plops it in the center of our misery as he pours forth his mercy. God desires to strengthen us in the gift of the Holy Spirit in our confirmation so that we will go out into the world, into the darkness as soldiers for Christ. He desires to feed and transform us with his body and blood, heavenly food, Jesus Christ in the Eucharist, infinite grace. Today we celebrate that Jesus Christ, fully God, fully man, mounts his throne to shouts of joy, a blast of trumpets. His victory, my friends, is our reward. He raised our human nature. He glorified it to that above, even the angels. He broke open heaven to us. Today, all of humanity is invited to share in the inner life of the Trinity in a new and more intimate way, a more perfect way through faith. The ascension is about deep intimacy with God that God does desire to remain in us and he desires us to remain in him so that we can glorify him of course but so that we can find true and everlasting peace and joy so that we can all thrive as human persons so that we can become who God made us to be. You know my friends all people are looking for answers to life's deepest questions. But since our thirst for truth and happiness is infinite, literally built into our nature, no finite worldly thing can satisfy us. Those people mindlessly following Tom's Tom Hanks' character personified that thirst for meaning. The fact that their hero abandons them without explanation illustrates the inability of things of this world to provide that meaning. Money, fame, politics, power, pleasure. Eventually, we get tired of all of them. They let us down, we've experienced this. Only Christ is infinite goodness, power, and wisdom. Only he is the way, the truth, and the life that we are searching for. And we know that life is difficult, it's hard sometimes, We've experienced that greatly during this past year's pandemic. We struggle, continue to struggle with physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual pain. But my friends, all these and more existed before this past year. And maybe some are beginning to think their life isn't exactly turning out like they had planned. But God does have a plan. This plan is mysterious at times, of course, but it is a good plan. And so we ought to have humble confidence and we ought to have hope. We ought to have peace. And it ought to be our life's mission to help others find the same hope, the same peace, and the same humble confidence. For Christ's ascension into heaven also marks a certain beginning to our role in God's salvific plan through faith jesus did ascend into heaven he went to work from home he went to work from heaven he now asks for our help to bring about the kingdom to bring his light into the darkness and he gives us all the tools necessary to bring it about he and the father will send their spirit upon the church at that first pentecost and that outpouring of the holy spirit continues to this day of course, as I said, ascended into the sacraments in abundance where he gives us his love and mercy. He pours forth His love and mercy upon the church and in this beautiful community of faith. He is, of course, in the inspired word where we can be transformed by him. He is in the holy priesthood and on and on and on. My friends, I spent Friday nights sleeping on the roof of our school they challenged well i challenged them i said i'd sleep on the roof if you made a certain funding goal for our school they blew the roof off the funding goal and so friday night i was on the roof you know hundreds of parishioners even non-parishioners gathered together people are ready people are ready to come together Kids were beyond exciting, excited. It's like, it's, it's, it's Neil Armstrong ascending to the and moon and walking upon the surface of the moon. I never seen such energy. It's time, my friends. It's time to rediscover our inner kid. It is time to channel the excitement of our inner child. These are difficult times. They continue to be difficult, but they are also incredibly exciting times. We are on the front lines of change, change that is filled with beautiful promise and hope. You know, like forest, we've been in the desert. It is now time to stop running, to stop running. God sent his messenger so long ago, and he is sending him to us right here and now in this holy mass. Why are you standing there looking at the sky? It is time to get to work. It is time to go into the whole world and proclaim the gospel to every creature. Jesus ascended into heaven, and as Saint Augustine said, let our hearts ascend with him. So that we as Saint Paul in Colossians said, seek what is above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. And where he said in his letter to the Ephesians in the second reading, where we live in a manner worthy of the call that we have received. We have been called, my friends, and the Lord desires our humility, he desires our gentleness, and he desires our patience. He desires us to bear with one another through love, striving to preserve the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. And St. Paul, truly inspired, then went on and seven times drives down this point of unity. One body, one spirit, one hope, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God. We are to be united, my friends. The evil one is always working to divide us. First with perhaps unimportant things like Coke versus Pepsi or Redskins versus Cowboys or We're now into more serious things, like red state versus blue state, mask, no mask, vaccine, no vaccine. My friends, it's time. It's time to work about unity. First, of course, within the hot mess that is ourselves, but then within our families and friend groups. Let's not let a piece of cloth, whatever we think about its effectiveness or ineffectiveness, separate us. Let us not let a little poke in the arm divide us either. Whatever side of that issue you are on, let us not let it divide. Let's begin to assume the best in each other and let's get busy. We have the best story in the world to tell and a captive audience. The world is thirsting for truth, beauty and goodness. As Forrest Gump said, life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Sometimes, my friends, you have to work your way through that molasses chew kind of chocolate. You know, it's sweet on the outside, but who wants that molasses inside until you get to that cherry-filled chocolate one, or maybe it's that peanut butter crunch one you're looking for, whatever it is. We have to work our way through these difficult times, but it is time, and it's time to go into the whole world in humble confidence, in faith, knowing that Jesus promised to be with us always, even to the end of time, and he's coming back. Let's get busy, and may God be praised. Amen.